Welcome back to you. This is the place for everything breakup healing, decentering your ex, and recentering yourself. I'm Evelyn Christine, and let's start getting back to you. Welcome back to you. I really got to level with you guys. It has not been an easy week. Nothing in particular has happened. It's been business as usual. I've just been fucking overwhelmed. I wrote this whole thing about how Thursday I have this whole breakthrough about my relationship to overwhelm and today I'm right back in it. I feel like being a coach, somebody who is a leader online with her clients, like I need to be like perfect and have it all together all the time. And like, because I'm doing all this mindset work with people, it's like, I need to be a master of that craft. But today I am fucking not a master of that craft. Fuck. Yeah. I don't know. I've just been like emotional for kind of no reason all week. I have been on edge in this weird mood. I don't really know why. So my whole spiel about Thursday morning, Thursday morning, I sat down with my breakfast and Every morning when I eat my breakfast, I do a bit of journaling in my self-care guide. Then I go over my website analytics. I check my socials. I review what I'm going to do for the day. But I couldn't even focus on that or eat my breakfast. Like I was so anxious I couldn't eat the food in front of me. And I was looking at it and I was starving and I just couldn't fucking eat it. I'm sorry for all the swearing today, you guys. I'm just, oh, my aim is to be as authentic as possible. And today I am authentically pissed off. So that's the energy I'm bringing. Yeah. And I just couldn't eat this food. And then all of a sudden I was just crying and crying for really no reason at all. And then I was getting more anxious and upset over the fact that I did not know what I was anxious and upset about. And I also have a lot of time related anxiety. I think I've mentioned it in a past episode that I time block my days and I always have a lot to do in a day. So I need to stick pretty tightly to my schedule. So Here I am, a fucking emotional mess, not eating my breakfast. Time is running out before I need to actually get the day started. But I was just absolutely spiraling about everything. So I just stopped. I let my schedule go for a moment. I stopped trying to force myself to eat. And I just started writing about what was there for me. And what I saw right away was overwhelm. Being a content creator and also running a business means having a to-do list that is never fully checked off. And I hate that. I'll just say it. I hate that. I hate it. And I mean, even being an adult, regardless of what you do, means there's always something that needs to be done. And then work stuff aside, you know, I got to cook three meals a day somehow and also somehow find two to three hours out of my day every day for the gym. It's just like a lot, always, all the time. And I'm a very... I like to rest. I like to chill. I'm not a very go, go, go type of girl. So anyway, I'm journaling about all of this and about how I just want to not adult anymore. I want to get in bed and read or draw or watch a show. And you may have noticed that's my, that's my comfort thing. Laying in bed, not doing anything. My favorite. I think bed rotting is what they call it now. And I mean, even one time I said to one of my friends in a moment of overwhelm, if all else fails, there's always crying in bed. And I just got to say, even just talking about this makes me feel better. Like when we're stuck in our heads, it is crazy how crazy we'll go. So just talking about this overwhelm makes me feel a lot better. So thanks for listening. I love you guys. Anyway, 
I'm writing about all of this and I remember this distinction one of my coaches shared with me about our relationship to the concept of overwhelm. And I couldn't quite remember all the details of it, but I remember basically he said, overwhelm is something we create for ourselves. So I really dug into that and I saw that I have been overwhelmed my whole life. I suddenly had this flashback to when I was 17 in my first year of university. I was a full-time student. I had a part-time job as a barista. I was living with my ex. I was miserable. I remember I'd always journal on my breaks at work and I read back on some of those entries and holy shit, I was so overwhelmed by just having a job that I showed up to to collect a paycheck and a pretty average amount of homework, you know, first year university, nothing too crazy. And I was also living with a partner. So we split the household needs and and you'd even always have dinner ready for me when I'd come home from work. Like objectively, I had very little to be overwhelmed about, but I felt like I was drowning in stuff. And even a year ago, I was unemployed, extremely depressed. I slept at least 10 to 12 hours a day. I only got out of bed to sit on the couch. I was partying a lot. Even then I was overwhelmed. And sorry, I know this is getting to be a long intro, but I just had to share this with y'all. Like I said, my aim is to be as authentic as possible. And I remember this coach saying to me that we create overwhelms for ourselves, but I didn't really get it until Thursday. And then even today I lost it again. And now I'm back to it. I am back in the distinction that I always created overwhelm for myself. And you know what it's really about? I'm pissed that I'm not a kid or even a teenager anymore. And then I have a to-do list that's never quite checked off. And I hated being a teenager. So like, I can't even believe that that's what's behind my so-called overwhelm. When I was a teenager, I could not wait to just be out of that gross, angsty, mad at the world, mad at myself phase, you know? Everything's wrong. Everybody's stupid but me. Like that was just such a phase to be in. But that's literally all it is. No matter what I do, I would be overwhelmed simply because it's something that I need to do myself. How ridiculous is that? Seeing that made me feel so much better on Thursday and today and right now. So then what I did was I invented a new possibility for myself. This is a really great tool for when you're feeling and being something you really don't want to be. Start by acknowledging who you're being right now in this moment. For me, I said, Who I'm being is overwhelmed, resigned, ungrateful, and burnt out. Then from there, invent a new way of being that will support you in that moment. I said, the possibility I'm inventing for myself in my life is the possibility of being enthused, calm, inspired, and content. Then all of a sudden, I was free to eat my breakfast and get on with my day as scheduled. Sorry, I'm just going to get grounded with that for a moment. The possibility I'm inventing for myself in my life is the possibility of being enthused, calm, inspired, and content. Also, I just realized there's construction happening, so I'm sorry if you're hearing that beeping truck. That's annoying. Anyway, sorry about that, you guys. So I really just wanted to share this with y'all for a bunch of reasons. Firstly, to start to create this idea with you guys that so much of our shit in life can be transformed by mindset. And sometimes you need to take a step back to really explore what's there for you rather than forcing yourself to push through. If I had just forced myself to eat my breakfast, get on with my schedule, I probably would have had a less than effective day. 
but instead I got to the root of why I was crying for supposedly no reason. And then secondly, to create this idea with you guys about inventing possibilities. We have a way of being, always. The way of being is always different, but we're always being something. Usually, that way of being is counterintuitive to what we're doing and who we want to be. So you have to acknowledge who you're being now, give it up, and invent the possibility of a new way of being that will really support you. And I think all of that conversation is really important in relation to getting closure. That's right, I'm segueing. The conversation of closure in mainstream media is that it's something that's given to you by the other person. And it's, of course, so helpful when you can get a calm, clear explanation from your ex about what happened. But many of us do not get that privilege of such a clean break. Or if you're anything like me, your ex's words just won't be enough. In my experience, closure conversations just bring up more questions. They might provide some relief in the moment, but I always seem to revert back to my story and my ruminating and, okay, but what actually happened? I was recently speaking to someone as well who was saying just that. I wish they could just tell me what really happened but they were neglecting all the facts that were right there in front of them. They said, all of that is bullshit. That can't be the real reason. But they blocked me and won't tell me the real reason. And maybe it's true that there was something else going on that their ex didn't communicate, but they didn't communicate it. And now they're blocked. So we had to work with the facts that we did have. So I just neutrally laid it out for them. This is what happened. This is what your ex did. And it's not your fault. There's no bigger story. Your ex didn't have the tools to properly communicate this one issue that to you seemed very small and simple and they hit a breaking point and abruptly ended the relationship and that's all there is to it. And then they finally got it. They thought there should have been this bigger explanation for someone to so abruptly end such a significant relationship that they couldn't accept the facts right in front of them. And this is such a common thing I see in pretty much everyone who comes to me, you guys. And I even did it myself, probably for like the first six months of my breakup. We wait for the one thing that will make it all make sense and make it go away. But you need to accept the facts and the explanations that you do have. And from there, create a neutral story that's free from emotion, accusations, victimizing, villainizing, and is just with the facts. If your ex just up and left one day with really no explanation other than I can't handle a relationship right now, your story might be something like we spent X amount of time together. We did really love and care for each other, but they realized they couldn't be in a relationship and broke up with me. It's so important to not invalidate the whole relationship you had, right? The initial story that you tell yourself that you're sort of subconsciously telling yourself in that situation might have been like, they played me, they led me on, the whole relationship was a lie. But like I said, it's so important to not invalidate the whole relationship. This is another really big thing I see is that we take the way things ended and taint the entire relationship with it, saying the whole thing was fake. They were leading me on. They were lying to me. How could I have been so wrong? But this way of thinking is fundamentally inauthentic. You and I both know how complex and fluid people are. Things change. People change. And there's nothing wrong with that. We often get 
really caught up in the romance when we meet someone and we're so ecstatic to just spend time with this person and that they want to spend time with us too. But then we might overlook the actual technical logistics of how the relationship would actually work or we forget to acknowledge our own attachment styles or whatever it is. And then after some time, you or they are grounded into the actual reality of life and how things really work. And that doesn't mean you were let on or love-bombed or future-faked. And while all of those things are real things that happened, it doesn't mean your ex was consciously doing it or had malicious intentions. Things change. We are fluid beings. So give yourself and your ex the space to be fluid and don't let the breakup ruin your idea of your time together. My ex and I had two very ugly, messy breakups. And I was one of those people preaching, I don't even recognize him. I don't know who this guy is. How did things end this way? But creating my own neutral closure story that doesn't make him wrong or make me a victim, a story that has me be with what's so, has given me the privilege to fondly remember our memories together and acknowledge that I don't ever want to have that again with him. I mean, that was nearly four years of my life, and I'll be damned if I call that time a waste. Just because it was a messy ending and we don't speak at all anymore doesn't mean I can't acknowledge that we did love each other, that we did have fun, that at one point I felt so grateful just to be with him. Even now that I can't possibly fathom why I felt that way, I did feel that way. And I will always hold space for those memories because they're mine. And like I said, I'll never call any period of my life a waste because what good does that do for me? Sorry, you guys. I just got like so... Whew. saying that I just got so like back into being that younger girl who was so in love with this man. Sorry, this is just such an interesting moment I'm having with myself right now. This, oh, wow, you guys are witnessing a roller coaster today. This might be the first time that I've cried happy tears looking back at any relationship I've had. Whew. I don't know what just happened. I don't know what just came over me. That breakup was one of the ugliest things of my life. But I am still so grateful for that time I got to have, that love I got to experience, that profound connection that we had. I'm so incredibly grateful that I got to feel a love like that. Even if it (laughs) wasn't always the healthiest, even if we didn't always like each other, even though we don't like each other now. Wow, saying that just got me back to being that that 18, 19-year-old that was just so in love. Like I said, it was not the healthiest relationship, but sometimes it was really beautiful. And that's the power of creating your neutral closure story. <laughs> sometimes you'll talk about it and just cry happy tears about how beautiful that time in your life was and how beautiful it is, how much I've grown from it. Yeah, even though... That breakup is something I never, ever want to relive anything like that ever again. I would never wish that kind of experience on anybody. But I'm I'm so grateful to, like I said, to have had that opportunity and then to have had the opportunity to grow from that heartbreak and from that betrayal, you know? It's crazy to say that I'm grateful for one of the worst experiences of my life. Funny how that goes. But like I was saying... To live like I wasted four years of my life is such a disservice to myself. It only harms me and my mindset, and my mindset is everything. Life is always going to life, you guys. Shit is always going to be unfair, 
and this is not the last heartbreak you'll ever experience. You're going to get knocked on your ass time and time again, but you get to control the narrative you create about it. You get to say how you view the things that happened. So what do you say about your breakup? What is the neutral, blameless story that you can create that will help you make peace with everything that happened? I'd love to hear them if y'all are so inclined to share. If you need some help reframing, submit your story in the Ask Ev box under this episode if you're listening on Spotify. And then next week on my Ask Ev segment, I'll help you create your neutral closure story or send it to my email, which is taken the footnotes of this episode. Sound good? Great. That's about all the time we have for today. And before we hop off, I just want to plug, I want to put it out there in the universe, February 14th, Valentine's Day. I'm going to be hosting what I'm calling a self-love experience. Order in your favorite food, get your favorite wine, come hang out with us over Zoom for a fun and empowering Valentine's Day experience that will leave you feeling grateful to be single on Valentine's Day. There's going to be door prizes, fun games, an opportunity for you to connect with other baddies going through breakups, and a chance for you to see how you can deepen your relationship for yourself. Tickets are not yet available, more details to come, but keep it on your radar, put it in your calendar so that you don't miss out. And if you're a member of the self-love community, a free ticket is automatically included in your membership. I love you guys all so much. Thank you for bearing with me through this episode, through the sound bullshit, through my emotional bullshit. I love you guys so much. Have an amazing week. And until next Sunday, back to you. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to subscribe and leave a review. It seriously helps me out so much. Now, until next Sunday, back to you.